0: But Sally Winley is here now for the rural news. Kia ora Sally. The contract to fit out rural schools with synthetic carpet has already been signed. Yes, it has. There's no going back. And the Ministry of Education has pushed back at wool farmers and suppliers who complained about its decision to buy nylon carpet for more than 600 schools from the United States. Local wool businesses described the decision as ridiculous, saying the government department should reverse it and support products that use New Zealand-made carpet rather than an artificial offshore product. But the ministry spokesperson, Scott Evans, says none of the potential suppliers put forward locally made carpets.
1: There was no tenderers that uh, manufacture carpet tiles in New Zealand.
0: The ones that are manufactured overseas, how many of those were actually New Zealand wool? There was one supplier. And who was that? That's wool wool wools of New Zealand. Why did you not choose that one for sustainability and obviously wool being a New Zealand product? You can
1: appreciate in primary schools carpets endure heavy use, wear and dirt, so it's important for the product to last a long time. Uh, and be cost-effective in the long run. The selected carpet tiles exceeded the Ministry's warranty requirements and therefore won't need to be replaced frequently. So all of this was taken into account uh, to come out with the the successful tendril.
0: Scott Evans says the school carpet contract has been signed and will not be reconsidered. Meanwhile, some schools in line to get the new carpet plan to decline having it installed. Rural Schools Leadership Association President Andrew King told Sally Murphy the issue has caused huge disappointment in rural communities.
1: There are boards of trustees that intend to decline putting in the imported synthetic carpet in schools.
0: That's pretty significant, right? Because these schools are getting these upgrades because they need them. They feel so strongly yes. about it that they're going to decline the new carpet.
1: Yes, yeah, because of the principle of it,
0: yeah. What, what does that show you? I mean, this has really racked up some people, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it shows me that, um, well, rural principals and rural boards of trustees of schools um, obviously – have their heart and soul in their school community and see it as part of their role to support rural communities that they serve. And therefore, um, it's important to support the rural communities they serve by buying their product.
0: Andrew King the country's largest kiwi fruit grower says its rates bill will at least double. Now the licence to grow sun gold will be added to a property's rateable value. In a decision released yesterday, the Court of Appeal ruled the licence growers pay to grow the lucrative sun gold variety can be included in their rates. Gisborne District Council was the first to do this back in 2020, but growers have been fighting the move in court. Seeker Chief Executive Michael Franks says the ruling will have a huge impact on the company and wider industry.
1: In the case where we lease orchards, and we lease a lot of orchards, you know, would have... Uh, maybe 1,800 hectares under lease, and a fair chunk of them are gold. Um, it means that we pay the rates, and so therefore there's an increased cost that we have to pay uh, in operating the orchard that we didn't have to pay before. Of course, growers aren't getting any more services. They're just going to have to pay a lot more uh, in their rates.
0: Michael Frank says the costs can't be passed on because the fruit is sold for a certain price through marketing company Zespri. In its ruling, the Court of Appeal did acknowledge that the value of sun gold kiwifruit orchards may fluctuate, may fluctuate due to market price and climate change, and said there is a process for ratepayers to request a new valuation if that happens. And Mr. Franks expects that to start immediately.
1: For example, I would imagine in the Bay of Plenty, a lot of the rates notices are going to come out at 1.2 million because in the last, you know, valuation review, the orchard values are very high. Now orchard values have dropped off. So I imagine that the councils are going to get bombarded with, um, you know, rate value, rating value, re to actually get those rates value set back to normal.
0: Meanwhile, Gisborne District Council has welcomed the court ruling. Chief Executive Nadine Thatcher Swan says it's a very significant decision and it's good to have clarity. She says about 50 local growers will be affected, as well as those growing the gold kiwi fruit variety in other regions. Bigger supplies of beef coming out of Brazil and Australia have dampened demand for New Zealand meat in China and weakened prices. According to the World Beef Report in June, Brazil exported nearly 193,000 tonnes of beef, the highest volume in nine months. Agri HQ analyst Mel Crowe says that doesn't bode well for New Zealand exporters. Typically, uh, China takes about 60 to 70% of Brazil's beef exports. Uh, and look, just that increased supply has weakened values. Uh, and there's even been cases of Chinese customers looking to cancel orders from importers, which is leading to those price renegotiations on beef already shipped to China. Uh, and also we're hearing too that China's now allowing the entry of Brazilian beef that's been stranded in ports uh basically since their atypical BSE suspension. Um, so Brazilian beef that had been produced prior to that suspension date of February 22, but shipped after, had been sitting in containers at Chinese ports, just waiting uh, the sign-off to be released into the country. Now that's just going to add more beef to what is a pretty congested market uh, and keep pressure on prices, unfortunately. Mel Crowed. A North Canterbury farmer who posts videos of everyday farm tasks on YouTube is seeing a steady rise in subscribers. Alastair Bird, who runs a sheep and beef farm in Oxford, began posting content on Facebook two years ago to try and bridge the urban-rural divide, but soon switched to YouTube to get better engagement. He says it was a great move.
1: Yeah, really good, really positive, actually. So we're we're just over ten thousand subscribers and. Um, most of the videos get between five and 15,000 views type thing. A few of them get a, few, a bit more than that. But, no, really positive. The engagement from all over the world is, has been incredible, really, yeah.
0: Mr Bird uploads about two videos a week with topics covering everything from fencing and animal management to home kill and use scanning. He says interest in his channel is growing and now he's got three companies sponsoring his videos, Te a livestock equipment manufacturer, farm software company Farm IQ and fencing supplier company King Hitter. I asked him why he thinks people watch his videos.
1: I think people are curious, curious where the food comes from, curious how how other farms work in the rest of the world. You know, like uh, as I suppose that's why I watch some of the some of the farmers from overseas too, because essentially they're doing the same thing, but they just do it in a completely different way. So, um, yeah, curiosity for a big part, and then we try and we try and throw a bit of education in there. So for for young people, and then just tips and tricks and things to make life easier for just normal farmers yeah
0: that's Alastair bird and lastly a sharing contractor across the ditch is tackling the worker shortage by employing people from all walks of life with australia's shorn sheep flock nudging 75 million the wool industry is desperate for at least 500 more sharers Over the last five years, 26-year-old Lockie Robertson has grown his New South Wales contracting business to employ more than 40 people. He says after working at the local Youth Justice Centre, he saw a chance to use his business as an opportunity to help people who are on troubled paths get their lives back on track. And it's worked. He's since helped multiple people from the centre get work and sharing gangs. And that's the rural news for today. Kia pai tērā.